VoiceAmerica.com. Eddie George Talk Radio. Good afternoon, and welcome to Radio by George with your host, NFL superstar, Eddie George. For the next hour, Eddie and his guests will enlighten, empower, and entertain you. Now here's the man of the hour, Eddie George. Yo, good day, people. What's up? How y'all doing? <laughs> What's up? My name is Eddie George, and welcome to Radio by George. Hey, man, I tell you what, we had a computer glitch just now. I thought I was on. I'm rambling, get running down the whole thing, doing my whole spill, my whole introduction, and we're not even on live. You know, it's, it's crazy. It was just crazy. But, yeah, yeah, glad to be back. Everything is live and correct. I am here in Nashville, Tennessee, and I want to say um, I send a special shout-out, Hotep, to the Kemet New families, for those of you that might be listening that were on the uh, the Egypt trip to Kemet, I want to say hello to all of y'all. Uh, thanks for joining in. Like I said, today is open lines. We're going to open up the lines for anybody that wants to call in, talk about any topic you want to talk about, from sports, politics, football, basketball, baseball, modeling, acting, whatever it is. This is the forum to get it done. We're going to chime it up and have a good time today. Oh, man, like I, like I do every week, I'm going to bring up the date on everything that I've been doing within 15 minutes. I don't know if I have 15 minutes, 15 minutes to do it all, to get it all in, but hey, I'll give it a shout. All right, now, this week, I uh, will be on uh, Best Damn Sports Show on Fox Sports Net. That's, um, I don't know what channel that is, and I really couldn't tell you all what time because... The programming over there is, is run differently on Fox. You know, they, they tape the show and they put it on whenever they feel like it because it's according to games, but you can probably see me on like a, at a bar, you know, on television, can't hear me behind. But just check me out on that with John Sally, Chris Rose, and on with Gary Payton this week. I'll be on Tuesday and Wednesday. I fly out for L.A. for that. Also coming up this fall, next week, is the beginning of Fox Sports Net, the, the um, pro football preview show. Myself, Sean Merriman, football players, never been done while he's in season analyzing football. This should be an interesting show because it's never been done by a player that's currently playing right now and analyzing on everybody, including himself. So he's going to put himself out there. And it's going to be interesting. I, you know... I check it out for two reasons. It's going to be either really great or it's going to be a train wreck, one of the two. But it should be great for make for great TV. Check it out. Coming to you all every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday this fall. Get all the great information on these sports fans that are out there that loves football. It's going to give you some great insight. You can hear from an expert like myself. I'm going to give you all the great picks that you need for that week and the fantasy football fans that are out there. I got you all covered. And also, speaking of Sean Merriman, whew, you know, I don't know if he is going to be playing this year. It's the injury he sustained, I guess, last year is carried over, and this is going to be it's going to be interesting how this thing pans out. Ah, man, another great week for myself. I didn't do too much. 
I spend most of the time around the house with my baby boy. You know, while my wife is out, she's touring right now with her book called Player Hate Her. She was in uh, St. Louis, you know, doing the book signings, getting it out there. I tell you what, for those of y'all that are interested in the book, I tell you, it's a funny book. It's all about women in their quirky ways and how they don't get along and how they hate on each other. And she's bringing it to light and bringing it up close and personal about her life and is also done with her best friend, Katrina Chambers, who is a co-author. And I tell you what, it's funny, it's intelligent, it'll it'll make you laugh, but it's, it's the God-honest truth. I mean, <laughs> most of you women should read this. I, I remind my wife, you know, every time, every chance I get, you know, you need to read that more often for our relationship. Why do women hate on men? You know, that's the you know we talked about this last week a little bit in our last week's show about relationships and cheating and what have you. And my thing is, how can women really expect to get along and understand men when they can't get along with themselves? I don't get it. You know, here it is in a book. They they find it so hard to compliment another woman on how good her shoes look. Or if they're looking at her in a strange way, oh, she's just hating on me. Or she's looking at my man. I mean, whatever it is, it's, I think women just overanalyze everything. So that explains it, guys. That, that explains it, fellas. That's why we can't understand women because they can't understand themselves. <laughs> they're wired differently. You know, men, we, 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 you know, we get in an argument. You know, we'll, we'll tell you the truth. We'll box each other, slap each other around. Guess what we're going to do? Go get a beer and watch the game after it's all said and done. Women is different. Y'all hold on to so much for so long. It's grudges. Arr, I'm mad at the world. Ah, but anyway, she was out there doing that. Spent the weekend with my son. It was beautiful, man. I'll tell you, the boy is going to be a natural bowler. You know, he's three years old. He went to Dave and Buster's last night. And I tell you, he's, he's got some potential, you know. He's Straight down the line, he, he beat me a couple of times. He's very excited, and you know he's just getting bigger and, and wiser. And just, yeah, I just love the kid. Oh, I love my boy. Love him to death. So I spent the weekend with him, man, and and really just getting ready for an extremely busy fall for myself. Uh, one that I don't know how in the world I'm gonna get it done. I just need I need the blessings of, of all the guys that are out there that can guide me through this one. Because this is going to be a doozy of a ride. I'm going to be in L.A. twice a week. I'm going to go to Chicago for school. Uh, man, i got to come back and, and watch over my son because my wife, you know, now that she's becoming this great author, best-selling author and all, she's going away for two months to do this reality show. I can't reveal who, but it's on a major network. And it's it's one of the big boys. Uh, I'll say it's on CBS, and um, she's gonna be gone for two months, and she's gonna try to to win us some money. <laughs> and so it's, uh, all things are good here in the family. So really excited about that. I'll be on Fox Business this year as well. Um, that's a new channel as a sports correspondent, sports business correspondent. A little twist to uh, the whole, I guess, Eddie George brand breaking away from sports in terms of analyzing sports and what's going on in the field and looking at it from a business perspective, you know. And, and that's what I love to do. You know, you can check me out on all these great things. I've got all these good things lined up. It's good to be busy, but then, then again, it's bad because i got traveling to do. I'll be living in the airport, and I'll be away from my boy. And, and, but, you know, we'll see what happens. 
like I said, the lines are always open, and feel free to call in at any point in time. If you feel something that, that, you, that you hear, that you feel moved about, just call in at 866-472-5787. Again, that's 866-472-5787. You can get a look at it on your screen as well. Now, moving right along on our program, like I said, this is open lines, and you know I'm going to start it off today you know, with little politics. You know, that seems to be the hottest thing right now. You know, the uh, Democratic Convention is tomorrow. And if you're a Democrat, I would love to hear from you, even if you're a Republican, because this is a great, I want to get everybody's perspective on this one, because the Democrats are going in this convention, you know, somewhat divided. You know, uh, Hillary Clinton is still a little bitter behind her loss. And... Clinton's going to speak tomorrow about endorsing Barack and become, becoming unified. You know, um, I guess when you look at it and, and how Barack, who Barack picked as far as his running mate in Biden, I want to know from y'all, do you think that he was the best pick or the best choice or is the best choice, the best combination? You know, some people should have, some people believe that he should have chosen Hillary to to join him on this uh, on this journey because of all of her because of her backing because of her experience and and the people that she brings with her. I guess she brings you know something like three million, four million people along with her, something some ridiculous number like that. And that's I and mean, Barack can get on that you know ride on that wave with Hillary, but. You know, a friend of mine and I were talking about this very topic today, and that's why I wanted to talk about this, was I said, well, damn, you know, if, if she, if, if Barack chose Hillary, that's like putting on a meat suit, that's a meat, like as in slabs of meat, a meat suit, and putting yourself into a tiger's cage. <laughs> you know, you're not going to last long. I think, I think, I believe she, he'll be undermined if he went with the the Clinton the Clinton on it on his ticket. I mean, there's no question about it. But was Biden a good pick? You know, he is a senator from Del- Delaware, uh, claims Philadelphia. I mean, excuse me, Pennsylvania as well. And some of the things his, that he believes in um, are, are are definitely one that you know works for the working class roots and his foreign policy. You know, I, I like it because. It's a great balance. We often talk about balance and how people need to be. You should have that yin and yang, or or that uh, that Ra and that Ray. You know, just that that unique balance, so they can um, approach this accordingly. You know, Barack is more laid back, um, articulate, uh, speaks extremely well, able to voice his uh, his issues, whereas Biden, you know, comes in with. This edge of direct, uh, upfront, and 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 more in your face than Barack would be, and I think that's an excellent balance. You know, well, with that being said, how will the McCain camp come back based off of this pick? You know, how will they balance it out? What are they going to do to counteract this attempt? You know, I, I have a funny suspicion, and this wouldn't be a bad deal. I mean, this is this would be interesting if Colin Powell was to join on with John McCain. That would be very interesting. 
I don't know where he stands with these issues. I don't even know if uh, Colin Powell would even consider politics. I know that he hates politics. But I want to hear what you have to say when we come back in two minutes. Stick around. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. Do you know what it takes to reach massive success? Do you know that if you change your thinking, you can change your life? The Development Connection with host Amy Himes will give you the keys to reach ultimate success. Each show will feature topics to help you reach personal, career, and business ownership success. And you'll learn how to enlarge your vision to move ahead in life and within your organization. The Development Connection with Amy Himes is live every Monday on Voice America at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific. Listen today and move forward tomorrow. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George. That's right, you heard the number. See it too. The lines are open. Call in at any time. Let's talk about politics. Let's talk about life. Let's talk about sex. Hey, we can talk about anything you want to talk about today. But like I said, I'll start off with uh, the politics, the political view, because this is a huge, huge year, a huge election year um, that we're facing in November, and it's right around the corner. And everybody, you really, if you're not uh, into politics, this is the most important time in history that we really need to pay attention, take advantage of our opportunity to vote and to get out there and voice our opinion because the leadership is so, so important, um, obviously, for where we are right now. I mean, this is this is ridiculous. We all know the state of the economy. We know where we are within the war. We understand um, where our education system is, our health care system. Every sector of business is being affected by this economy and where we are right now. Everything is stagnant. 
but we need something. We need a fresh, uh, a fresh breath of air um, in the political sense to to really get moving on again. And this is something that you know when I look at the McCain camp and him being a Republican, you know, if we vote him in the office, if he is in office, how, how in terms of his policy, how is that much different than what Bush is? Is, is, has done over the last few years. What's the differences between those two? You know, I, I think when we when we look at um, both candidates and we look at the Republicans and the Democrats, everybody wants to get into the beliefs and which what each candidate believes in. And I don't I, personally, I don't think it, it comes down it comes down to what they believe. And of course, they can tell you what you want to hear, but what they truly believe, we'll never know. But I'm more interested in the solutions rather than beliefs. The solutions and, and, and the, the goals and objectives that going to get that, that's going to get us back to being a, a prosperous uh, nation. One that you know we were constantly progressive in terms of our economy. There's opportunities for everyone. You know, right now our middle class is. is is obsolete. They're struggling, you know, and this economy is affecting some of the wealthy in some of our businesses. Like you've seen, Bear Stern. You know, you just you look at examples all around. So it's so important that you know we understand what the solutions are from each candidate versus what they believe in. You know, everybody is looking at Barack Obama. And saying, well, I don't know where he stands on this issue. I don't know what his beliefs are on this issue. And he's just the Bambi, the good guy, nothing wrong. He's a rock star and all this stuff. But he he apparently, to me, is is the one that invokes energy. I mean, when we talk about people getting things done, he can inspire you to do that. And I think that he will have an excellent relationship with Congress, something that's been lacking for the last eight years between the Bush administration and Congress. That's pretty much why nothing has been getting done the way they need to be get to get done. You know, in my mind. So when we look at this whole situation, you know, ask yourself the questions: uh, What are the or what are some of the important issues for you as we approach this election? You know, what do you want to see as an American people done? Or what do you want to hear from these candidates that will turn you one way or another? Or what do you want to see change in America, period? You know, we can go, I know that this is a a, a very selfish uh, voting time, absolutely, because it affects you directly. But I really want to hear from you guys in terms of what, what it is that you want to see happen. What do you want to... What do you, who do you think the best candidate is in moving forward and why? And what do you think the results are going to be? You know, this is a huge issue that we're facing. It's right around the corner, and we'll see. You know, feel free to call in at point in time at 866-472-5787. All right, I'm going to give the politics a little rest and segue into my main man. I want to send uh, some love out to Gene Upshaw's family. Um, Gene Upshaw was a Hall of Famer. He was the 
president of the NFL PA uh, for so many years. I guess for 20-some-odd years, I've known Gene personally. Um, it's a huge blow to, uh, to, to, to the union as well as to the football world in general. Um, and knowing Gene, uh, I don't think anyone knew of, uh, of his sickness. He died of pancreatic cancer. And it has been, it's been um, a very difficult time for that to happen, for, for this to happen during right now, especially for the NFL players. Because um, as we speak, the owners and the NFLPA, they are currently negotiating a contract of the CBA extension, and Gene was uh, instrumental in the development of that. You know, he, he was a pioneer. He was a trailblazer who uh, created the four pillars or the four cornerstones of the NFL um, PA. And that was the two most important ones were, were free agency and having a salary cap. And he was often criticized for being too close to the NFL, too close to the NFL um, owners, and he was living a lifestyle, living on jets. And, I mean, that that's neither here nor there. You know, I don't think he, personally, I don't think he would take advantage of that because it was, in Gene's best interest to serve the players. He always preached that. You know, he was so passionate about the players and making sure that we got a fair shot. You know, he led in in the 1980s the strike against the NFL to give them their just due as far as um, getting from under the thumbnail of of the owners. Because for a while, players had to play at a certain salary and couldn't seek any opportunities outside of their own team. So they had to accept or not play under current, uh, the current salaries. And back then, the average salary for a player was $190,000. And 20, 20 years later, Gene has increased that to $1.125 among players, million, $1.1 million. And he had to fight, scratch, claw. And I tell you what, I've been in these meetings. I sat over there in Hawaii. And I'm going to tell you something that I believe, something that I know. And listen to the arguing and listen to, to guys bickering over silly, minute things like FedEx packages and, and him flying on a jet to, to jet setting to homes across the, when more important issues were at hand. You know, here we are, we're facing the biggest monster in terms of business on the planet and facing against the owners and trying to get justice, trying to seek more revenue and more opportunities because guess what? As football players, we don't see guaranteed contracts like the NBA or the, the Major League Baseball teams. That doesn't happen. So we had to be creative in terms of getting better benefits. You know, after we're finished playing, having a lifetime, trying to get lifetime uh, medical. You know, because after you finish, you know, your body breaks down. You know, you may feel pretty good when you leave, but guess what? The 20 surgeries that you've had on your knee, the, the five surgeries you've had on your neck or your back, all that stuff starts to kick in as you get older. And without, without decent coverage... 
you know, after a five-year period, that's when it all comes into play. And he fought for that, you know. Um, and so when I say that Gene was a huge part of the development of the NFL in general to keep peace between the owners and the players and not to have a strike to keep this thing, this ball rolling, is huge. So it was a huge loss, but he's he has developed us. I say us, meaning you know the players and the guys that have sat on that board, the executive committee. While I was there myself, Troy Vincent, Trace Armstrong, Robert Smith, guys like that. We understand what it takes to get the job done, you know. And it's uh, it is sad, you know. I can recall a moment in my life when it was difficult when I left from Tennessee to Dallas in a difficult period of my life, where Gene personally called me just to make sure that I was okay, to make sure that that everything was in line and emotionally, uh, physically, that that I would be fine. You know, because this, this is at the end of the day, it's a dirty business. And it you don't have anybody that's going to look out for the player's interest. And that's why the NFLPA was developed. And that's why he was able to generate billions of dollars um, in, in, in terms of TV money and negotiating that and making sure the players get a huge piece of the pie. And he made sure that uh, we get, or the players get, uh, a certain percentage of, of new money that comes in. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how it's handled and who handles the negotiations as far as going forward and how it's going to pan out. But... Um, I want to send love and, and great energy out to his family and, and to the NFL PA that were uh, really great friends of Gene. The, Gene practically raised half of uh, <laughs> the members over in, in, in D.C. Um, for the NFL PA. And it's, uh, it's one that, that you just have to learn from. I mean, death comes. That's a part of life. It's a part of the cycle. Um, but you, you have to embrace it and uh, understand it and learn from it and grow from it. Um, and with that being said, we want to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about the Barack Obama campaign. Uh, please call in any time. I want to hear your, your thoughts on where we are as a nation, where we have to go. And uh, feel free to ask me any questions, you know, even going back to last week, you know, relationships and uh, why do people cheat, not necessarily men, but women as well, when we come back in two minutes, y'all. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? 
Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. What's it like? What's it like? It's lonely. It's really lonely. I miss my brother. I miss my brother. I'm surrounded by other people, but it's not the same. I've got other people around me, but it's not the same. It's pretty scary, but I don't let it it's rattle me. It's pretty scary around here, but I don't let it rattle me. You always have to watch your back. There's no one to watch my back. I spend my whole day worried who's out to I'm get me. I'm always wondering who's out to get me. But I can take care of myself. But I can take care of myself. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. It's not like I have a choice. It's not like I have a choice. This will all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. This will all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. Go to jail for a gun crime and your family serves a sentence with you. Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. VoiceAmerica.com you're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George. I am your host, Eddie George, and that's right, you heard the number. You see the number on your screen, feel free to call in or IN me at Radio by George. Um, before we went to the break, we were talking about uh, Gene Smith, and I just got an IM from Steve out of Memphis. His question is, how will the players be affected by the death of Gene Upshaw? Well, uh... That depends on who comes in after Gene. Um, I know right now, I don't know for sure who's stepping in uh, for his position right now, but I can say, um, you know, I think Gene has uh, some, had some guys under him that he has taught um, to really focus on the, the players and the needs of the players and not to put your ego into it because often in dealing with the NFL owners, man, you're dealing with a well-oiled machine. You're dealing with uh, men that have started this league uh, over 100 years ago, and they came in with the mentality that, hey, you know, we say goes, and, and, and if you don't like it, you can find some other, some other job to go to. But it's a privilege to play in the NFL. So with that being said, you know, you have to fight for your rights, and the power is in the players. So I can definitely see a guy like Robert Smith um, stepping into that position who, who definitely understands. And, and Robert Smith uh, 
is a football player who played for the Minnesota Vikings for eight years, um, retired. Um, a great friend of mine. We played together at The Ohio State University. Robert was a beast. But uh, to say the least, um, I think uh, Robert can definitely come in and, and step in and, and start to take control and lead these guys in the same direction. And it, again, it comes down to this, man. And we, we uh, go back to Barack and the McCain situation. Um, whoever steps in that position, and the parallels are so amazing, whoever steps in that position, they have to understand um, the art of negotiation and have a great relationship with Goodell, Roger Goodell, and the players, the players uh, excuse me, the, uh, the owners as well to get anything done. Because if the, the next president or the person who's going to negotiate for the, on the NFL's behalf or the players' behalf, they can't go in there with a strong arm. And really, the position that the players are in, they're not asking for anything. It's the owners are asking for, for, for some stuff. So that just tells you the, the deal that they cut was so mean and so great for the players, the owners had to look at it again. They look at the, the contract and say, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. We, we, we did a, a blind writing on this thing. You know, here these guys are getting 67% of total revenue. Before, when I was playing, it was 60-something percent of a pool, a pool of money, salary pool, <laughs> where the owners put into their uh, into a pool. And that's what the percentage that we got. We didn't see the problem was then we didn't have perfect information. We couldn't see the, the all the books that were out on the table. You know, we, we had to look at a certain amount of, that they allowed us to see. But once we got speculated the information of how much they were generating, how much new money was coming in, Internet, local revenue, um, that's when it began to, as we peeled back the onion, said, oh, okay, we can get stadium money? Oh, good, let's get a piece of that. Okay, let's get a piece of of this Internet deal as well. Let's get a piece of this. Let's get a piece of that. And now the owners, because two years ago they didn't want to go into another strike because it was peace, everybody's excited about the season, the new TV contracts are out the roof, and you can't miss out on that money. It would have destroyed the game had they went on strike. They signed the contract. So now the players are in position A, and I would strongly advise that they don't give up any of the four cornerstones within this holding that piece together. <sighs> I hope that answers your question, Steve. But um, also got an IM as well. From uh, my man Greg, my man Greg from from Phoenix, and this is interesting. He says, uh, "I believe that Barack Obama is a wolf in sheep's clothing for the simple fact that he's going to raise taxes on the American people once he goes into office." Wow, those are some strong words. <laughs> you know, um, I guess for Democrats, it is that they do raise taxes. Um, the Republicans are definitely out for business. But you got to look at it this way, though, Greg. I mean, look at our state now. Look at the state of the economy now from the Bush administration. He cut taxes for the businesses of, 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 the, of the United States. But it did nothing, absolutely nothing, for where we are now. We, we, we are stagnant. This is a dry period. I mean, 
if you look at it all, it's all based off of fear that he's putting out there. This whole administration, when they came into office, was based on fear. 9-11, fear. You know, you look at al-Qaeda, fear. You look at the, the war in Iraq and, and, and breaking down the axis of evil, fear. That's the illusion that they put in front of us. Now, I don't want to sound slanted, but this is the truth from my eyes. And But the bottom line behind all that fear was greed and, and money and setting up businesses and going to, uh, going to Iraq to set up a military base and, and setting up businesses. You know, it's all geared toward something else that, that we don't really know about or understand. And that's why I, I hardly ever look at, you know, the news or, or TV because everything you look at is based on fear, and they put it that fear in your heart, and you have to feel the need to uh, uh, keep your doors locked and, and, not, and not really do anything outside of that because you're fearful of paying too much and this and that and the gas. I mean, it's out of hand at this point in time. You know, definitely we need something to, uh, to, 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 to change on from here. You know, we definitely need a, a, breath, a change of breath, a fresh air, something. So right now I'm going to bring on a, a, a caller, Ramusu from New Orleans. Ramu, you on radio by George. Right on, uh, brother, brother George. What's uh, up, congratulations man? to you on uh, radio by George and EGX, mind, body, and soul. <laughs> yeah, so you working out. This is brother Remesu from New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's right. <laughs> huh? <laughs> How's everything, man? Everything's fine. So everything's fine. I, I got out. I got out of a meeting early, and I had my laptop with me and. So I just tuned in to Voice of America's Radio by George, and you was asking for some call-ins, so I just thought I would greet you, brother. Hey, man. I, I appreciate the call-in, dog. <laughs> I really do. And by the way, man, I got the pictures, man. Thank you so much for them. I, my wife was, was floored when she looked at the comparisons of the two. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I talked about it on uh, the radio show weeks ago. In case anybody's listening, uh, Ramesu and I, we were on the Egypt to Kemet tour together, and um, he took a picture. In fact, he told me I look like uh, Horm Ackett, this, this right. statue in Nubia in, in, the, in the museum. And the comparisons were incredible, man, incredible. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So uh, if you don't mind me calling you Brother Horm Ackett. Hey, that's all right, to... man. I've been called, I've been called <laughs> Horm Ackett since I've been back. A decent Horm Ackett. <laughs> <laughs> and I just wanted to um, share a couple of things with you and, yeah. and your radio audience. Um uh, first of all, uh, especially in the black world, we need to acknowledge the losses of a uh, gentleman you just talked about, uh, Gene Upshaw, yeah. as well as Bernie Mac and Isaac uh, Hayes, right, as right. well as uh, Congresswoman uh, Stephanie, Tubbs, jo Stephanie Tubbs Jones, I believe her name is, and all the other elders in the communities who are people who have made their transitions is always a loss, so we always have to keep their names alive so so we can keep their uh, spirit present among us. Yeah. Um, uh, I just wanted to share that uh, you said something real interesting about uh, the politics of fear and greed yeah. 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 and materialism yeah. versus what we should be doing and what we should be implementing which is like that concept of a community where 
you know, we're learning universal knowledge, universal information and language in a communal setting where there's enough resources in the world for everyone to do well mm-hmm. versus less than 5%, 5% of the world's population controlling 90% of the wealth. That's right. Because, because justice just means the balance between people. And that's why you hear the, you hear the cry, no justice, no peace, because the great historian John Henry Clark said that you cannot legislate morality when a man is hungry. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to share that with you because the nine areas of people activity, and you talked about it earlier, uh, uh, nine areas of people activity are economics, education, entertainment, labor law, politics, sex, religion, and war. And here in New Orleans, the housing crisis is starting to set itself in my hometown. Mm. And excuse me. And, and another thing is, we're coming upon this week. This Friday will be the third commemoration date of Hurricane Katrina and its aftermath. Mm. This Friday, August 29th. Right. And I had to. My family and I, I and my family were in Hurricane Katrina. So the recovery process here in the New Orleans area is still slow. Wow. Where, where are you guys currently right now? Have you seen any uh, progress? In, not, not, not in the French Quarter. We know the French Quarter is, is clean, it's immaculate, it's in great shape. Right, right. But the first quarter, the Garden District, yeah, downtown yeah, New Orleans, where the Superdome is, where the yeah. Saints play, and where the Hornets play at the New Orleans Arena. But it's the surrounding neighborhoods, and particularly uh, the black communities, of which I come. I grew up in a historic neighborhood in New Orleans called Pontchartrain Park, where where it was one of the first subdivisions of middle-class black people that started in the early 1950s that had its own elementary school, had two churches, had uh, has a, a university, Southern University at New Orleans, as well as an 18-hole golf course. Mm-hmm. And so, so that's a historic community of just hard-working people. But the recovery is still slow. And All right. When the recover, when people are looking for assistance and they're running into roadblocks and and uh, every, every and, we're going to take a quick break, man. Hold okay. that thought. Okay. All right, because we're going to have one more segment and we'll continue this when we come back in two minutes. All right. All righty. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, and ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? 
Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. There's a purpose revolution sweeping the world. Now more than ever before, in the midst of so many things they could do, people are asking what they should do. Since 1991, John Stanko has been helping people all over the world answer these questions. Now John is bringing his purpose message and philosophy to Voice America, where you will hear from people of purpose like John, who have found what they were created to do. Join John and his guests from around the world every week on his show, Your Purpose Quest, 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern right here on Voice America. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George. I'm on with Brother Ramusa. Ramusa, you over at? We still on Airy, right? I guess not. All right, moving right along. Uh, we have Gianna from or Gina from Atlanta. Gina you're on Radio by George. I guess she's not on either. Oh no, we're here. We're here. Oh, you are? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. You can't hear me? Oh no, I couldn't hear you for a minute. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm here. All right. Yeah, we're yeah. just uh, finishing up a thought, man. Oh, I just uh, wanted to say, well, I, I didn't, Brother Hormack, and I didn't want to take uh, too much of your time. I just wanted to call in and, and just tell you much love and respect on your Radio by George show. And just to put in the minds of people who are listening worldwide on uh, Voice America that we are still in recovery mode here in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And... The expectation is that the recovery may take anywhere uh, between five to ten years, but because of the economic recession or the downturn of the economy is placing more of an impact on people who are trying to recover. So as a as an entrepreneur myself, my business is slow because people are trying to just deal with their homes. Right, right. And rebuilding their lives. So it has a, a multi-layered impact, and I just wanted to share that with you, uh, Brother Hormack. It was always <laughs> a pleasure speaking with you, and I just wanted to share that for your radio audience, and and I'll tune in and listen to you. I appreciate it, Ed. You heard from Brother Ramisu, good brother I met on the tour over in Egypt, man. Good cat, man. Tall dude. He said he got a hoop game. I I got to see it. I, I don't know if he does, but we'll bring But anyway... Moving right along, um, you know, I, we had a chance last year um, when I was down 
at the national championship game in New Orleans. Um, it was a uh, it was it was terrible when you stepped outside of the uh, outside of the, the French Quarter and went further east and looked at all the homes. It really no homes. I mean, this is two years afterwards, and you, this is America. You know, you, you would think that you could see this down in you know a third world country, but this is a major city in the United States still looking for, looking for this. So, you know, I guess um, our our caller dropped. Uh, hopefully you can call back at any point in time during the show. We still have about uh, 10 minutes before we head off air. Uh, it's a quick, brief update. Um, the, the We have a new website for the radio show. It's now uh, com slash radio. Uh, radio by George, I'm sad to say, no longer exists because somebody forgot re-up on the, on the name of the, re, of the radio show. You have to do it every year. I'm not going to say any names, but hopefully we'll have it back next year. But it's cool. I can work with this. It's www.eddiegeorge.com slash radio. All right. Now, it was something that I was on uh, while Ramusu was calling and or called and it was about the whole issue of fear and how it's it's all an illusion. You know, um, I don't think there's been any point in time over the, over the last eight years that we truly felt safe. You know, everybody, they want to talk about, uh, or the Bush administration was talking about um, protecting us, homeland security, and protecting protecting us from the terrorists and, and all this other stuff. When really nothing else happened after 9/11. Yeah, we had a couple of the guy on the plane with the with the match and all that other stuff, but it's it's designed, man, to to buy, have us buy into something that is, is so far from the truth, and it's it's all an agenda, man. And like you talked about, you know, you look at New Orleans, you look at places like Philadelphia, who has the highest crime rate. You know, it's sad because these are our black children that are dying, you know, on the streets, and nothing is really being done about it. Can you imagine if in some of these neighborhoods in suburban America, if there were 300 murders a year in, in suburban America in the affluent neighborhoods, like in Brentwood, Tennessee? <laughs> really, do you think, you know, they would have the Marines up in this bad boy. But it's, it, this is the reality. You know, it's not a black or white issue, but it's a neglect issue. You know, and it is what it is. And, and that's what we have to look at, somebody that's going to have everybody's interest in mind, because guess what? We're so beaten up mentally that we bought into this lie, and we start to believe that we can't do anything outside of our regular nine-to-five. And, and, and that we can't do more than where we are right now. When that's, that, that is beyond the truth. I mean, you know, going on that trip to Kemet, and all, it's always amazing how we, we bring it back um, to, to where we are now, is our people in Kemet did so many great things. Imhotep, he was a great uh, engineer, uh, doctor, um, architect. I mean, he was... Muy- but he wasn't, didn't label himself. He was just a, a living spirit, a bright spirit that was able to do so much during that period in time. 
You know, it's, it, and that's what we have to realize, that we have the potential to do all great things. But we have to unlock our minds from, from the powers that be. We have Jada on Radio by George. Jada, you're on Radio by George. I'm here. Hey. How you uh, doing, Jada? Great. Thanks for having me. Thanks for calling Listen, in. Listen, I just wanted to um, make a quick comment about the passing of Gene Upshaw. Okay. Um, I was I was shocked when I heard the news that um, I am 32. I remember I was a little girl, but I'm the youngest of uh, I have three older brothers and a dad. Everybody's heavily into sports, so I actually remember being a little girl and watching uh, his last Super Bowl. And then, of course, uh, as I grew older, learned about his. Um, his impact on the Players Union and the Players Association. And uh, I work in rehabilitation, so I didn't always uh, love his outlook on the retired players. But um, I'm here, sorry. But uh, I appreciated his passion always for the game while he was in it and uh, afterwards. And I'm deeply saddened he will be truly missed. Um, he, you know, you were talking about unlocking your mind, and he definitely did that. He went from just this powerhouse of a player to a uh, a phenomenal uh, leader in the labor movement, um, which, you know, is, is still uh, unheard of. So um, he, you know, he definitely made an impact. It's... Um, his condition is especially emotional for me just because I remember actually during that same time in 1982 when uh, my grandmother was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and they gave her about six months to live and she passed away two weeks later. And um, being in the health field, I understand now that yeah. pancreatic cancer is one of those that is um, it's difficult to locate and uh, once you do, it moves quickly. So... Um, the one thing that I always remember my mom saying about my grandmother is that at least she didn't suffer. And so I know that uh, Mr. Upshaw wasn't feeling well in those last couple of days, but uh, glad that he nor his family had to suffer. So yeah. that's Jay just wanted to show. Well, thank you, Jada. Love, I, yeah. I, I appreciate the call in and your comments about Gene. You know, he was a great man, great leader. He was a great friend to, to me and, and others as well. And with that being said, this is the end of our show. And make sure y'all check out the Democratic National Convention on ABC tonight. And get out there and vote because we all know what time it is uh, during this during this uh, election year. So with that being said, same time, same place, same hour, I'm Eddie George and I'm out. Y'all have a blessing. Peace. We hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of Radio by George. If you have a question or comment for Eddie and just can't wait until next Monday, you can email him at info at radiobygeorge.com. Selected emails will be read on the air so your voice can be heard worldwide. Be sure to listen live every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America channel. See you next week.